All right, guys, this episode takes us all the way back to the OG original gangster life coach, the very first person I ever invested a dime in when I was at a pivotal moment of totally recreating myself. I had left corporate and was betting on myself to go all in in entrepreneurship and online business and e-commerce. And this is the woman who changed it all for me. So excited to interview her today. I think you guys are going to love it and have some really practical tips to apply in this episode. So hope you guys enjoyed. If you love it, make sure you share it with your friends. Hey, gang. Melissa Hanault here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine-to-five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief. But now, operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. All right, guys, we are live with Courtney Hirsch. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a fun interview. Courtney, welcome to the Burnout All Out podcast. So excited to have you here today. Thank you, Melissa. Good morning. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys, before we get started, I'm going to I'm going to read you guys Courtney's bio cuz you are going to want to get some popcorn, grab a glass of wine or your kombucha or coffee, whatever time of day it is. I want to preface this by saying that Courtney is the very first mindset coach that I ever hired. And we'll get into that in a little bit, but she is the reason all of this exists. Courtney, you're the reason I'm a millionaire. I love you. (laughs) So let me read to you guys Courtney's bio, okay? So Courtney, she's the owner of Courtney Hirsch Coaching. She's an intuitive life and energy coach. Shift happens. Everything in life happens for our growth, our personal and collective evolution, and our moment-to-moment ability to choose to be the highest and best versions of ourselves. I am a life coach because I choose to see your potential and I create the space for you to step into it. I am an intuitive and empathetic life coach who partners with individuals, couples, families, small businesses, network marketing professionals, and groups. I'm an accountability partner, a thought leader, and a soul cheerleader. I am a native of Raleigh, North Carolina. And I reside here now with my husband and my two spirited children, which are adorable. I'm a graduate of the George Washington University in Washington, D.C., where she earned degrees in human services and communications at GW, while also participating in a program teaching on nonviolence practices to high school and middle school students. You guys, she's a certified life coach through CTI and Elite U. And maybe we'll get into that because that was actually one of the questions I'm going to ask you for people who feel drawn to this space is like, 
where they can start, right? Yep. And she has a specialized training in Reiki, 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 Reiki. Reiki. Yep. Yes. Energy healing. And she has nearly a decade of experience in nonprofit fundraising, marketing, and event management. She brings an abundant and powerful array of academic, professional, personal, and spiritual experiences to her work. She's uniquely positioned to be your accountability partner as you cultivate the life you desire, which is what she did with me. Whether it's dealing with bigness of life from relationships, your career, and finances to gaining mastery over your emotions, healing past wounds, increasing self-esteem and confidence, or breaking through mental blocks, I will provide you with personalized evidence-based tools and practices that will support you in your journey towards your personal growth, freedom, success, and joy. I am on a mission to raise the consciousness and vibration of humanity. Shift happens. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. I love it. I love it. So let's kick off this interview. Where I want to start this interview so that our listeners know, I actually was in a place where I had never invested in myself beyond college, which I had massive college loan debt. Uh, well over, I'd borrowed well over 200000 in loans for master's and doctorates and all those things, right? And I'd never after becoming an adult and working in the real world, had never even thought of investing in myself. What's interesting now, coming full circle, I was at Game Changers this past week, and every keynote speaker is a seven and eight figure income earner. Every single one of them has a mindset coach and a business coach. Some of them have business psychologists, right? I've come a long way, Courtney. But when I came to a crossroads with Courtney, I had left my corporate career I had a, a booming network marketing business that was bringing in my corporate salary, but I was struggling with a massive identity shift, right? I was not sure who I was anymore. And I remember my friend, Amanda Ham, who personally enrolled me into Isogenics and changed my life forever, had started working with you. And she said, I've got this life coach. I'm going to give you her contact information. And you need to connect with her, right? Do you remember that? Completely. Absolutely. And I will never forget. I'm going to get into some questions in a minute, but I'll never forget my first call with her where she created this vision for me. I remember you saying that if I was in your house, I'd be standing in this hallway with like a mirror in one direction and a mirror in the other direction, right? Remember. I do. <laughs> and I remember you saying like, this is the Melissa of the past, right? This corporate... Very heavily, I've done a lot of studies since on like the feminine and the masculine and realizing that this past that had served me was no longer serving me. You were like, this, this is the Melissa of the past, this corporate professional. I want you to look forward now at this, this mirror in front of you. And like, I could cry because you were, you gave me permission to rewrite my story and to legitimately hit the reset button. I was home with a newborn. I was a parent again for the third time, but in a completely different environment. Yeah. And you worked with me intensely for months mm -hmm. on completely changing my identity in the sense that like I could release what was no longer serving me and make space for what was possible. And you were the first person to put it in my ear that like, you don't just have to be in network marketing and you don't just have to do it the way these people do it. You have permission to jump out of the nest and do it differently. 
And by the way, I think you could make a lot of money doing that. Teach other people. Do you remember that? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, that was the beginning of me investing in personal development. And my followers today know I've invested tens of thousands of dollars since then working in masterminds, working with other coaches, and I've seen it come to me tenfold. But you, my friend, were the the igniter of the pivot, the mindset interrupt, and the redirection. And I just want to thank you for the amazing work that you do. I love you. Like this is, and this is why I do this, right? And I feel so incredibly blessed that I get to wake up and have an experience like this with you today, hearing where you are and how much of an impact an experience like this where we connect really has on your life and on my life. And I got to tell you, so my comfort zone is really one-on-one with you in a coaching session. So when I do something like this, all of my, my ego, my shadow self, everything, I go into my lower level self-sabotage court. You haven't done enough. You're not smart enough. Like all the things. And last night before I went to bed, I was like, oh my God, what if I wake up in the morning and I've got a crick in my neck? I'm going to have to call Melissa and I'm going to have to cancel this. So guess what happened? I woke up this morning at 525 to take my son to middle school and I jerked my neck and I started laughing at myself. So I was like, look at you, Court. Look what you manifested. Yes. So I have to just tell you, can I, can I read this really quickly? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to read this to you because I just shared with you, I had the thought that I was going to have a crick in my neck and I was going to have to cancel because that was my lower level limiting beliefs telling me yet again that I can't do it, that I shouldn't do it, that somebody else is better for it, right? Like, so in almost every single coaching session, I have this book and this is this wonderful, incredible book. And what this book helps me with my clients is recognizing that anything that occurs in our body has an emotional stimulus and response. Everything. Yeah. Okay. Even if you stub your little toe, if you get your crick in the neck, if you need back surgery, right? If you hurt your wrist or your elbow, there is always a reason why the physical pain st- stays there, why the disease occurs in the body. Okay. Can you give us the name of this book really quick for the listeners? This one has been like my holy grail, The Secret Language of Your Body by Ina Segal. It, it is just, if you are willing and open, to understand the root causes and reasons of what's really going on. The answers are here every single time and it's mind blowing. Okay. So for neck, okay. Possible contributing factors. I'm just going to skip through the ones that were really resonant for me. Hmm. Difficulty making commitments, feeling stuck, inflexible, pressured, propensity to sweep issues under the carpet. So you don't have to deal with them. Wow. Holding on to unresolved issues, often seeing yourself in negative self-image, spending too much time thinking and trying to work things out and not enough time being aware of your feelings by tuning into your intuition. Wow. So I was like, thank you. Thank you, Nick. So if we can learn how to acknowledge the pain that occurs in our body and understand the meaning behind it, right, rather than the stuckness of the dis-ease in the body. Mm-hmm. Our body's really here to help us understand what's going on. This is our vessel right here. 
It's so true. Oh my goodness. And I could piggyback on that on two things, right? Okay. Number one, in uh, Louise Hay, I've read her 21 Days to Build Your Life. Yeah. And it's amazing. And I reread it. And I definitely need to get that book. I've had a number of people refer to it. I personally made a huge transition this year to a different network marketing business. And it was actually one of the most traumatic experiences I've ever had. And the pivot, not realizing when I made the pivot, how ridiculously strict this new company was going to be on what I could and couldn't say online. Like, I can't even say the name of the company because I could like get kicked out as far as intermingling my businesses, right? I had no idea the level of policy they were going to have over me and ownership over my voice. And not only that, when I made the pivot, there were a a large number of top leaders in the company who were really, really nasty to me. And I can't believe I'm saying this publicly because it's going to be my podcast, but this is my life. And I think you'll find this interesting. I won this incentive trip to Mexico a couple of weeks ago with the new company. Do you know the day I landed, mm-hmm. I lost my voice? And the entire time I was in Mexico, I couldn't speak. Mm-hmm. I couldn't speak. And when I came home, I was like, isn't that shit funny? My mommy is telling me something. You feel strangled when you are around these people. You feel strangled when you're with this company. And as soon as I got home, guess what? My voice came back. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I love that you are at the point in your life that you can recognize the power, right, of our feelings, of our thoughts, and how it impacts our external self. And I will tell you, I listened to your Facebook Live that you did yesterday, but I thought that it was really powerful, all about um, the regimen that you were using really for the wellness, for what's going on with you and your son right now in your life. And the part that I took away that I was like, is that you acknowledge, right, that like we're all a seed, that you have a seed. And in order for the seed to grow, it has to be in healthy soil. Okay. So a huge part of that is recognizing the environments that we're in and how they can support our growth or how they can literally suffocate us. 100%. And I actually, people are going to disagree with me on this, but I actually 100% think my higher source for giving me COVID because it was he, she, he, the higher source was telling me to slow the F down and reboot and slow down and give me time to, to think and process. Right. And had I not gotten sick, I would have come home and continued going 90 miles an hour. And I have accomplished so much in this quietness that I've had with quarantine that it was all, it was all on purpose, and it was also me needing to listen to my body to slow down, right? So on my business card, and I've had this one slogan on there forever. It said, "Everything in life happens for us, not to us." Yes. And in that moment where you choose to see even the most awful things occurring for you, it takes you out of the victim role. Yes. And when you choose to take yourself out of the victim role, you can navigate through the darkness. We're not here to just be in the light, right? I am absolutely a hardcore optimist. I love feeling good. I absolutely love rainbows and glitter and sparkles and all those. It supports me supporting you and everyone that I get to connect with really navigating through the darkness that is our life. 
And it's a reminder of how important it is to have connections like this. We were not put on this planet to do life by ourselves. We were put here to do it together, to make these connections, to have those healthy environments. And a big part of the blessing of this COVID world that we're all navigating through is that we've had that pause to go inward, Mm -hmm. to get crystal clear about who do we feel good around? Who do we not feel good around? And how can we have the courage to really choose to spend time with people that are filling us up rather than draining? So much has been taken away from us now. And so many beautiful people have gone through a tremendous amount of pain. Yes. And we can either continue to navigate through the pain and not see the blessings in it, or we can recognize that this is definitely a time in history where we have never collectively had an experience that we're conscious of it like this on this level. When you have massive amounts of people having a similar experience at the same time, we can't help but understand how connected we all are. Gosh, so true. So true. And I'll tell you at our event last week when I was in Miami, my girlfriends and I, some of them I hadn't seen in two years. And we had the most belly laughs and so much fun. And as we were walking away from dinner, we were all just like, wow, like this was the biggest high and just like rush that I've had in like a year just to be together, like human connection, like across the table and laugh and hug and talk. And I think that we'll see a big shift this year. I think people are getting the Zoom fatigue. Like even me personally in the shift in my business, having my first live events, because I think people are so tired of being isolated, you know? Yeah, we're craving it again. We are. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, so this was really good. I want to get into a little bit of your story because I know that there's a number of my listeners who are really passionate about uh, mindset coaching, life coaching. I want to hear a little bit about your story as an entrepreneur, betting on yourself and jumping into this. Did you know at a young age, like when you were in college, did you know this was the direction you were going to go? Can you talk a little bit about being born for this and going through college and navigating, getting into business for yourself? Absolutely. Thank you. I'm usually the one asking the question, so it's nice to be on the receiving end of this. So I want to take us back even to the age of 11. And that is when I was able with my mom. That's when I was inducted into Reiki, energy healing. Okay. So at the age of 11, I had the awareness that I had the ability to help facilitate healing within myself and with you. Right. So for the past 30 years, I have navigated through my life recognizing that there is an energy field all around us, right? It's, okay, so it's like Wi-Fi. You don't see it, but you know when you have it, okay? That's our energy. We're all in it. We understand it. But the piece that I have had an intimate relationship with is how to connect with the energy that is around us and how to harness it and how to really channel it. So from the age of 11, I knew that if I had a headache or my nose was congested, or my belly hurt, that I would, for a few minutes, I would either lay down, I would just put my hands on my body, and I would immediately heat up, and I would feel the pain or the inflammation dissipate. 
right? So it was results and there were almost immediate results. So for me, it didn't feel woo-woo. For me, it felt normal and natural. Mm -hmm. And then when I was a cheerleader in middle school and one of my girlfriends would get hurt, they would call me over and I would come and help my hands on their ankle. So my journey really began from the beginning. And I had a mom who we actually took our entire coaching journey together. We went to CTI C together. So I've had a partner my, as my mom to really navigate this world with. When I went to George Washington, I started in the business school because that is what my dad wanted me to do. And out of respect, I did it. But I changed major without telling him. And I went more in the human services world. And I was able to partner with the Empower program as part of my internship, where I taught nonviolence to high school and middle school students. So really coaching kids around the DC area. Mm. My boss, this is pretty cool. Give her a shout out, Rosalind Wiseman. She wrote a book called Queen Bees and Wannabes that Tina Fey took that book and turned into the movie Mean Girls. So my background is Helping us really recognize how we're showing up and how that affects others and how that affects us. Mm -hmm. And so it, also at a very early age, my mom developed breast cancer. Mm. And my sister and myself and my mom all tested positive for the BRCA1 gene mutation. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and my sister since has also gone through breast cancer and she's doing amazing. But that whole journey... This was in the early 2000s, and I'm here in Raleigh, North Carolina. So we partnered with UNC Chapel Hill, and they were our caregivers and still provide care for us. And genetic testing had just gotten on the scene in early 2000s. Mm -hmm. So when we were tested and found positive, we were really the guinea pigs for UNC. So from that time, and I'm telling all this because this really began another part of the coaching journey because we called ourselves the gene girls and we were asked to speak. And part of our mission and mantra was sharing with the audiences and with ourselves that the thoughts that we think, the words that we speak, the actions that we take, the feelings that we feel absolutely create a reality from the early 2000s. And this was before coaching was really out there. And because of what me and my family have been through, it was a natural progression to step into coaching for me, but I wasn't ready when I graduated college and after I moved to Chicago, I wasn't ready. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel smart enough. I didn't feel like I had enough degrees. Who was I to really focus out and coach someone like you, you know, that, that's a pharmacist and it's already been through all this formalized training and I'm not a psychologist. Mm -hmm. What I am is I'm able to really connect in with you. And whatever, you know, however this works, I'm able to allow this energy to move through and the words and the connection really remind you of who you are at your core and what's really important. So for me, I'm able to really connect. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really how I stepped into the coaching journey. Hey there, we're going to take a brief little interruption. I think you guys will love why I'm doing this little interruption. And that is because we hear from you all the time over in the Burnout to All Out community on our Facebook page. You've got questions. You want coaching. And so one of the things we are opening up to our Burnout to All Out community that are listening in right now to this podcast 
is a chance to get your questions answered in a live hot seat coaching session with me, yours truly, Melissa Hinault, in our Burnout to All Out community. And the audio will be recorded and you will be debuted in our podcast with your questions. So if that piques your curiosity and you're intrigued, here's the deal. All you have to do is text the word question. Again, text the word question to the number 1-833-310-7171. Again, text the word question to 1-833-310-7171. And when you do that, we will come back to you with another message asking you to submit your question. Two to three lucky people will be selected every single week be featured in my Facebook community and on my podcast. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. This is so good. So you went to Chicago. Yeah. And what did you do first? So when you came out of college, what did you do first? Okay. So when I came out of college and I had all this experience with the Empower program, I was excited. I wasn't ready. So I did PR off Michigan Avenue in Chicago, had a great time. And you know what? I think I'd love to share a really short story about my experience in Chicago that's about intuition and that helped me, even though I wasn't ready to become a coach yet. This was a giant, you'll remember this from Rod's training, significant emotional event that occurred for me that reminded me that I am supposed to be in this work. This is my purpose. Okay. So a couple girlfriends and I had a party that we were going to go to. Northwestern graduates were hosting this. It was going to be three levels in this townhouse. So my girlfriends and I go to Marshall Fields. We have our hair done. We have our makeup done. We're looking great. So we each go to our own homes to get dressed. And as I'm getting dressed, Melissa, my body, I start like sweating. I don't feel well. Not like I'm sick, but I was nervous. And I was like, oh my God, am I nervous? Because there's going to be like good-looking people there, and I'm feeling self-conscious. Like, what's happening with me? So I ate the conscious decision that I'm not going to drink, so I would pick my girlfriends up. They were thrilled, so we didn't have to take the L in. I get to their house, and I'm like, oh, look, shake it. And Gina looks at me, and she's like, Court, you are not bailing. We got our hair done. We got our makeup done. We're going to this party. So I drive to the party. I get there, and Sarah looks at me, and she says, Court, if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. So I immediately said, okay, thank you. If you need me for anything, you call me at any time. So they get out, close the door. I drive back to my house in Chicago all alone on a Saturday night with my hair done, with my makeup done, and I sit on my sofa and I watch a documentary on the land of Israel all by myself. I don't know, it was maybe 11, 12 o'clock at night, I get a phone call. And the girls are hysterically crying. Their ambulance ambulances in the background. They said, you have to come get us now. There's been a horrible, horrible accident. Oh, gosh. So I drive. I pick them up. Find out. This is just so awful. So there were three balconies. And there were kegs. And there were kids on every single balcony. The third balcony fell on top of the second. Fell on top of the third. There were 13 recent college graduates that died that night. 
Wow. There were over 50 people that were injured. Wow. So for me, in that moment, it was um, a recognition of what intuition is. Yeah. And trusting that and learning to be okay with saying no to something like a party where you're all ready for it, but feeling the feelings in your body and knowing that that, that there's a reason for that. Mm. And I made a commitment to myself that when I was ready, I knew that I was going to help teach people how to trust their intuition, to Mm. access that space. That's not just something that I have or you have. Everyone has that ability, but it's when we allow ourselves to get into a congruent mindset and belief about who we truly are, we have more access to that intuition. Yes. Wow. So that's incredible. So that must have been a life-changing moment of like creating this just extra passion for the direction that you knew you were called for. That's right. Oh my gosh. So incredible. Yeah. So tangent really quick, but I guess, you know, do you follow the medical medium? Of course. Yes. Celery juice every morning. Okay. So let's get into the entrepreneurial piece of it because one of the things I really coach to, and I've actually launched a big mastermind recently where we're supporting all types of online entrepreneurs who are building their business, building their brand. Right. And I know you got started, you know, kind of pre where we are today with social media and you've been able to build a really nice client base. But can you talk a little bit about being that solopreneur when you decided, okay, this is the direction I want to go. I mean, there's trials and tribulations, there's wall kicking moments and there's joyous moments, right? So can you tell us a little bit about your journey to pivoting to being in business for yourself? And I'm curious what your dad thought about that, given that he, you know, you were supposed to go this business school route. I mean, honestly, you're running a business. Oh, can you talk, talk to me a little bit about the early days of being like, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to work for myself. And like how you got going. Mm-hmm. Great questions. Thank you. So again, as I shared with you, my mom has also been in this industry and she stepped into it before I had the courage to do it. So I witnessed my mom do this work without a website, without anything online, only her business cards. And for me, I was like, that's great for mom. She's amazing, but I might need to do it a little different or not. So for me, I have chosen to recognize where my strengths are. As an entrepreneur, guys, I need you guys to really hear this. We are in a culture where things need to look a certain way, or we've been taught it needs to look a certain way. You need to post a certain amount of times. You need to have active this or that. You need to have da-da-da-da-da, if you say so. I need to recognize for me that my wheelhouse is spending my time and my energy and my brilliance with people like you. My expertise is not building my giant brand or even having somebody build it for me online. That's not the kind of coach that I choose to be at this time while I have young kids at home. So I had to get to a point of recognizing what is success for me. This is not for you, you know, for you, or people who are listening, they might want to build a practice where you are seeing 50 people a week, or you are having big groups, you know, every, whatever it is for you. I had to get to a place where I was being super honest with me. And how did I want my business to look and feel? 
How did I want to go to bed at night feeling fulfilled? And how did I want to feel empowered when I woke up in the morning? Yes. And in order for me to do that, I had to literally take out the part in my mind that said, Court, unless you make it to Oprah, right? You haven't made it yet. Because that is such an all right. If you hadn't done that, then who are you? And I had to let go of all of the programming of this is what it meant to be a successful coach. Mm. For me, the journey that I'm taking is knowing that when I get to witness someone like you that I've had the honor of partnering with, of connecting with, of coaching and becoming friends with and seeing where you are today, that is now how I measure my success. Mm. Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it's also recognizing that I have a partner where we, we make my work possible. I just feel extremely humbled and really blessed because I'm recognizing what works for me, not for everyone else. Yeah. I want to interject here because one of the things I think that's worked really well for you, at least in my experience, is that you do such good work that when you do great work and it's one-on-one, you get referrals. Like, so Courtney and I worked together years ago and I am sending her referrals all the time, right? Whether it's in my network marketing business, whether it's clients in my coaching business, because my expertise is business strategy. As much as people think they're getting mindset coaching for me, that is not where I am trained. That is not my zone of genius. I can lead on what I've learned, but it's not my zone of genius. And so I believe that the work you do you know, I constantly say that your income is measured by your impact. And if you're making large impact on the people that you work with, they're going to rave about you. Mm -hmm. And who needs a website when you have leads being handed to you because of the service that you provide and the ROI, the return on investment that people are getting through working with you? Does that make sense? hundred percent. And that's so my business has grown because of referrals. And that was another reason where I was like, it doesn't matter what this crick in the neck. Melissa shows up for me. I get to show up for her. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is so good. And what I love is like the permission you give yourself to have your own North Star and your own boundaries, right? Because knowing what feels in balance for you and not getting into the tactical, you know, what the shiny object syndrome that a lot of online entrepreneurs have, you are in a really balanced, healthy space managing what you want to manage and not complicating it. I freaking love that, right? So there are wall-kicking moments, right? Though there's always wall-kicking moments in entrepreneurship. Is there any, and I know that you have such a balance in your, I call practice, but has there been any wall-kicking moments for you that you've had to overcome and apply your own methodologies to kind of help you overcome. And I don't know. Yeah. Can you speak to any of that? Well, I'll even speak to something that's just kind of really recent. And I I said this on a session the other day with a client because they noticed. So again, I do use Instagram for my personal, for my family, but that is also where I share really business quotes and mindset practices And that's where I choose to engage. Sometimes on Facebook, but just Instagram has become a sweet spot for me. And I've noticed that over the past couple of months, my grandmother died. And I've noticed myself not wanting to show up, not really having the emotional capacity for wanting to give in that way. 
And and instead of saying, court, you're not going to be present on people's minds. They're going to forget the power of coaching with you, you know, because the algorithms are going to go away and you're not going to be there. So I've had to really sit with myself and respect where I've been in terms of really wanting to just kind of cherish this downtime of me processing through my own emotions Mm -hmm. and knowing that my referrals still come. So my belief had to change. And this is where I want you guys to really get clear on where your beliefs are with this entrepreneurial spirit. If I don't do X, Y, and Z, is my result going to change? Right. And it's kind of like, I'm going to manifest a crick in my neck. You know, it's what are your main beliefs? What are you putting out there? Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm noticing that even as I've pulled back, I just got through your clients already this week. And today is what, Wednesday? It's That's amazing. So it's very validating that when you take care of yourself, when you honor yourself and you set healthy boundaries, that's really for your highest good and the highest good of all, you will still continue being in that flow for your workspace. And that really brings me to, I remember when we were working together, and this, this is not personal, something that can actually be shared. You, you needed time to really get focused on your plan. Mm-hmm. You didn't have time at home. Mm-hmm. You had too many children, too much going on, and there was a move and all the things. And I said, girlfriend, you need to go book yourself a trip. You need to leave. You need to get out. You went to the growth park, right? I do it every quarter now because of you. Every quarter. So it was you recognizing I need to take time and space, right? So I have the environment, just like the seed that you talked about yesterday. So my seed can be planted in an environment that is nourishing, that has variety, that's different Mm -hmm. from when I'm at home. So I can allow my creative juices, right, to just flow. Yes. And I've used that because it's, it's really, it's really important. And that kind of, it just makes me think too, another little tangent side story, but completely on point. You remember the biggest loser that TV show? Right. And I used to love that. We would completely go to our local ice cream shop. We would get three scoops of ice cream in a waffle bowl. We would sit down on the sofa and we would watch the biggest loser, right? (laughs) But it's recognizing that there have been several contestants that even after losing over 100 pounds and having all, all of the tools, all of the exercises, all of the healthy regimes, right? All of the right foods. They know the things. When they go back home, they're in that environment of home where they had that original identity of who they are and their habits and their patterns and their family expectations, right? And their community expectations. And you fall back into the old space. Yes. Right? So it's super important to recognize how your environment is impacting you. And not be a victim of it. How to either shift things up, right? Yes. Yeah. How to shift it up. 100%. Oh, my gosh. And I've had so many different iterations of this. I remember when you and I first started working together and I was like, I just want to do my business like a different way. I have this strategy. I want to use LinkedIn, but they're not doing it. And like, you know, there was this rub and you were like, you know, go do your own thing and find your people, right? Like do it. And it was such an incredible, like it was like the fledgling, like jumping out of the nest. And I tell my clients, 
this inside of my programs to this day. It's like, don't depend on the people who have their own process and way that they do things for for my listeners who are in network marketing. Mm -hmm. You've got a different way you want to do it. Go do it. Cut the umbilical cord and create your own community. And it's really interesting. I just did a podcast, my two podcasts ago, we did a million dollars in sales in 19 months. And one of the things I talked about, Courtney, was the amount of focus I had on who I was spending my time with. And one of the things that's been really, really interesting to me and my studies is, you know, there's that cliche term of like, you are the six people you surround yourself with, but it goes a lot deeper than that. You end up acting like them. Your, Your expectations of yourself end up being a reflection of the perception that the closest people to you have of you, right? And so what I had to do over the past year and a half is I invested in two very expensive masterminds where I was the stupidest person and the brokest person in the room, right? And I had a choice to either be inspired by them and pull up a chair and with humility, like learn from them, or I could be the victim, right? And be like, oh, they're successful because X, Y, Z. And so I... I can't speak to this enough that at every level I've had to upgrade. And that's not to say like I'm getting rid of friends, but I have to upgrade the people I'm spending the most time with when it comes to business in order to raise my own expectation of what's possible, right? Energetically. And so I love what you said about that, that whole pattern interrupt. Because when I first got started launching my LinkedIn business, I was in a little, I was in a little cubicle in my house all by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was working with one coach, but I needed a community of people and vibration to like return back to on the daily, on the weekly that we could support each other and, and, and celebrate each other's success. So like I am, I am forever an advocate of upgrading yourself through masterminds, right? So good. So, so good. Okay. So, and I get that going back to like social media and how it can be draining. One of the things I love is that it's being an entrepreneur, you get to control that, right? Like how you have to show up. And I love that you have this kind of client referral base Mm -hmm. that you can, you can take time off uh, of putting, putting a face on media. I have found, I don't know about you, but I have to feel energetically like aligned and inspired to actually create content, right? So if you're not feeling it, it makes it very hard to write, right? And what's funny for me is that the creative part, that's easy for me to generate it no matter how I'm feeling. But for me, I'm such an empath. The part that I have to be prepared for is the comments and the feedback and the knowing that I need to respond. Ah. You know, that that's the part where I have to manage who I am and the way that I process is that I don't mind putting it out there, but it's the feedback that comes, which is so beautiful, but I have to be emotionally ready for the engagement. Are you a social seller out there looking to beat the summer slump, looking for some accountability to grow your business and find the business builders of your dreams that want to run with you? Guys, if that's you, look no further than our in five day inside scoop, where we are going to be taking you soup to nuts through growing your brand and creating attraction marketing on the LinkedIn platform. I'm going to teach you some of the critical tools I use to grow my social selling business and my coaching business. 
The coolest part about it, it's completely free. You just have to jump over to my Burnout to All Out Facebook community and get registered today. Or you can go to my website, www.livethefreelife.com. Co. We'll put this in the show notes, but guys, take a listen to some of my former students and how they're doing and their experience inside the LinkedIn training. The mindset training and the goal set was my most favorite thing. I dove right in. As soon as I saw the mindset training, I went, ah, this is where I need to be. And then the culture and the community. Oh my gosh. The culture and community is so strong. Not only are we amazing in class together, but we also spread out outside of class and we have little separate one-on-ones with each other and we call each other for support. It's just a beautiful thing, I have to say. It has changed my business twofold. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. So good. Okay. Well, I want to ask you if we could get into some coaching. I know you usually do one-on-one, but let's just pretend you've got uh, one of my clients on the back end listening to this who's saying I'm stuck, right? Like, I feel like that was one of the biggest things you helped me with was realizing that I was just at a pause where I needed to get enough information to then move forward, right? So if you could give some tips and tricks for folks who feel like they're stuck yeah either they're stuck mentally they're stuck creatively like maybe they're stuck in the relationship I don't know what are some pieces of advice you can give to the stuck people listening to this absolutely so kind of like you mentioned earlier I do have a ritual when I start working with clients and it is when you walk through my front door or first time on the phone together my request of you is that I invite you to allow yourself to feel like the best version of you, the highest version of you, the most connected, the most grounded, the most powerful, the most beautiful, the most attractive, sexy, the most kind and loving. So it's practicing feeling the feelings of really being the best, most amazing version of you. Yes, sounds lovely. I want you to feel it, right? The point is, is that as we grow older, our imaginations turn off. And it is super important to keep that active, to keep that stimulated, to imagine, to allow yourself to feel like the best version of you for an extended period of time. And that's what we do in coaching sessions is that it's really my request when we're together, you allow yourself to feel that because in essence, what you're doing, right? It's like, if you want to listen to a radio station to hear the music, you have to tune in. Mm -hmm. This is really your opportunity when we're together to practice tuning in. And that's what all these buzzwords of raising your vibration, right? That's what that means. Mm -hmm. It means tapping into that part of you that doesn't mean the multi-million dollar version of you that you can't feel this until you get there, right? That you can't get this until you're in the perfect relationship, that you can't get this until X, Y, and Z. It's allowing yourself in this moment to know that all that ever existed and ever will exist is within you now in this moment and allow yourself to feel it. Mm -hmm. We are so focused with the entrepreneurial spirit of doing. Mm -hmm. There is absolutely a big old chunk of our day and a big old chunk of our work plan that is focused on doing. Mm -hmm. Girlfriend, let me tell you where it's at is our being. 
where that is, how are we feeling about who we are? How are we being in this moment to either move forward or stay stuck? It is really being clear and being vulnerable and being really honest with ourselves. of, am I blocking myself or am I allowing myself to grow? So a big part of this is not that you need to spend money on things or or whatever, it's really recognizing how important it is for you to be conscious of who you are and how you're being, right? We talk a lot about the unconscious mind and the conscious mind and that unconscious mind, right? All day long, just want you to continue on that normalized path of everything that you did the day before, right? 90% of the thoughts that you're going to think today, ugh, we thought yesterday, Right. What that means is we're freaking repeating the past and I'm so tired of it. Right. Like what that means is you allow yourself to be hyper focused on what it means to be present in the moment. Mm. And that's what meditating is. Right. So if for you, you can allow yourself to in the mornings, in the afternoon, in the evening to take 20 to 30 minutes to sit and meditate. That's amazing. Mm. If that's not where you are in this journey, my request of you from this moment forward is to allow yourself to know that you're choosing to meditate every time you get conscious of how you're feeling, how you're acting, what you're thinking, what you're saying, and what the energy associated with each one of those is. Is it growth or is it keeping you where you are? Mm. And really, my request is allow yourself to be honest with yourself. I think big part of this is really getting truthful. It's not about anyone else around. It's who are you being now in this moment? I do have another tool. So that first tool, just to bring it back with a beautiful little bow, is allowing yourself in as many moments as possible during the day to get super clear on being conscious of how you're feeling and how you're being. And a tiny powerful tool that you can use at any moment. I know that you're standing, I'm sitting, is to allow yourself to feel grounded. Mm -hmm. What I'd like for you to do is just allow yourself to imagine, yet again, this imagination piece. I want you to kick it up because that helps you in business, helps you with all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, You have roots that are just growing out through the bottom of your feet, through the base of your body, and you are rooted and grounded in the center of our planet, core of the earth. And I want you to know that the right side of our body is associated with giving and the left side of our body is associated with receiving. So once you get rooted and grounded, I want you to allow yourself to imagine healthy, white, bright, vibrant light is coming up through the left side of your body, which is your receiving side, and that you are releasing through your giving side all the crap that you carried from the day. And you are just allowing it to be released. So the act of imagining that you are being powered like a battery, recharged, because we are, by the earth, coming in through the left, and then just releasing out through the right. Okay? Mm-hmm. So good. Well, and it's so easy, right? And that's if you're inside. Yep. Because what we can do is go outside and put our pretty face in the sunshine for a few minutes, take off your shoes, put your feet in the ground. And just breathe. And so I I do that every day. I do it right around lunchtime. So I love that you're speaking to this because I know to this day, my husband thinks it's crazy. I get up extra early just to sit in silence. 
you know, like with running businesses, multiple businesses, three little kids, all the things. I've got a large team now that reports to me and I'm growing another social selling business. So I come into my office with all the lights off while the coffee is percolating. I'm drinking my apple cider water with lemon in it. Good. And I'm hydrating in the dark. And I don't necessarily meditate. Sometimes I use affirmations, but I actually just use it as white space to like allow my brain to think for a good 15 or 20 minutes with a journal sitting beside me. And then after I like force myself that black or like white space. Yep. And then I journal. And I think some of my like best ideas come from making space to allow that. Yep. And then at lunchtime, I always take my shoes off and go walk in the grass. Actually, we'll walk out into the woods and sit and just soak in the green leaves and like the wind and the birds. And it's been so energizing for me. It's something I've gotten way more in tune with this year than I have been in the past. Can you speak a little bit to, I know we're getting close to time here, but when it comes to meditation, even affirmations, do you have any simple resources for people who are totally new to this where they can get started and like, maybe they're having a hard time visualizing their higher self. Like, do you have a source for affirmations, a source to get started with meditations that people can go check out? Sure. So again, You don't need anything other than the ability to sit here and allow yourself to feel Mm. like that best version. So like when you got your good outfit on, right? You look at yourself like, oh, I look good. It's that feeling, Uh right? So it's not that you have to have anything outside. It's about recognizing in here, what do I feel like when I feel good? Like kids were happy this morning. That was a moment of feeling good. And I do have a tool that I want to show you. But first, so... What I hear you say, the way that you're using your mornings to really get grounded, connected, and to release, I had a 50-some-year-old man here last week that I'm now coaching, and he started crying, and he felt kind of embarrassed and vulnerable that he was crying. And for me, I always knew that I'm doing my job well when I've created that space. You know, and he cries. And I looked at him and just to help ease him in the moment, I was like, so you eat every day, right? And he's like, well, yeah. And I was like, so you eat and then you got to poop, right? He's like, well, yeah. I was like, so you have feelings and we have to release them. It's permission, right, to recognize when we eat, we must release. We are feeling beings and we need to have an appropriate outlet. And you choosing to spend your mornings getting grounded within yourself helps you not dunk any of your personal stuff on the people that you're connecting with during the day. And that is a very healthy business tool. And that right there. So if you were going to ask me, you know, does life coaching and business coaching, do they ever intermingle? Absolutely. They are one and the same. And it is learning how to be human in your business because you are your business. Yes. So that is a beautiful tool. Okay. I'm going to do it real quick because this is important, but y'all are going to have to find this one on your own. Okay. Okay. So this one, this is called tapping. I've been doing this. Yes, speak to it. Good girl. Okay, so what this is, tapping has been around for God knows how long. If you're familiar with acupuncture or acupressure, we have different meridian points on our body. And when stimulated or touched, they can help calm the central nervous system, right? And when our central nervous system is calm, that means our blood flow is calm. That means that we have the appropriate amount of blood coming from the heart to the brain so we can 
act and be from that higher level self rather than our frenetic, you know, coffeeed up version of ourself that we need, that we think that we need to do to get through the day to check up all the things that we need to have happen, right? Okay, so tapping. You can do this anytime during the day. I invite you to teach this to your children. All that you do, what I love about this is that the mantra that goes along with it is you allow yourself to speak to the negative experience or feeling that you're currently having. So like this morning, I was like, ugh, even though I'm completely, you know, just not in alignment right now and I'm feeling super self-conscious, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I know that I'm going to say something wrong when I'm talking to Melissa today and everybody's going to hear it, I'm going to feel completely vulnerable and exposed. I deeply and completely love and accept myself today. You know, are you anything that's going on, anything stressful is you acknowledge the stress that you're experiencing. So you're not stuffing it. You're not pretending that everything's fine. You speak to it yeah. and tap it to acknowledge it. And these meridian points help calm your central nervous system. So you are not in high alert, right? Yes. And then once you have moved through the frenetic energy, you can also say just even a thank you. I am so grateful for this day. Mm. Whatever it is, so you can go on Google, Pinterest, DuckDuckGo, wherever it is you're looking at things, EFT, emotional freedom technique, tapping. Yes. And find what works for you, but it's just just tap. I'll look over at my husband at dinner and the kids are freaking out. My husband is just like, and they're like, Daddy, what are you doing? He's like, just calming myself down. <laughs> I love this. So those of you guys who are listening to the podcast recording later, Courtney was just tapping. Top spirit, outside of the eyes, inside of the eyebrows, under the eyes, underneath the nose, above the lips, under the lip, above the chin, Mm -hmm. your collarbones right underneath in that tender place, Mm -hmm. like side, I call this the monkey where your bra line is, and then the karate chop, the side of your fingers. And then you don't have to do it in a proper way. So let go of needing to do it right. Just yes. have points and be honest with what you're feeling to help it move through. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. Definitely a coping mechanism. I've used this this year, even a couple just last week when I was in Miami and I had to present. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I've made kind of a, been invited to a whole new audience of high t- coaches who are looking to use LinkedIn to recruit clients. Mm-hmm. And I was asked to speak and it was recorded and streamed live globally because it's a global, like there's clients all over the world who are in this program. And I was so nervous. And I'm like, I've done this a million times. Mm-hmm. So I was in my hotel room and I was tapping. You guys, if you can see me on the screen, I was tapping. I was calling, like just going through and through and through and just working through the negative self-doubt and then building myself up of what I was truly capable of. And it does help just kind of release the self-limiting, like angst, anxiety. So I'm so glad you brought this up. And you're being honest about it. We're not masking it with any kind of, you know, pharmaceutical or supplement. It's going, okay, this is what's occurring in my body now. How can I allow it to move through? Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good, Courtney. We could have done like two episodes. This was so good. So good. Well, so where can people find you? If you guys are looking for a phenomenal life coach, mindset coach, Courtney is amazing. I refer a lot of people to her. Where can they come find you? 
So on Instagram, I am Courtney Hirsch Coaching. No spaces. You definitely can find me there. I do have a website, which I just don't update because I don't need to. Because you can find me even though it's an old picture. But definitely find me on Instagram at Courtney Hirsch Coaching and at Courtney Hirsch Coaching at gmail.com as well. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much for just pouring into our community today. You have done, you know, such life-changing work with me. And I know for the people that I've referred to you, they just rave about you. So I just adore you and love the work that you do. And I'm so glad we finally were able to get this interview in. Thank you. I really appreciate this and uh, really grateful. Awesome. You guys, and we'll put in the show notes uh, the name of the book that you talked about and maybe even a link for some tapping and obviously the contact information for Courtney. Awesome work. Thank you so much, Courtney. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out. And make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second gave me that five-star review of the show and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.